This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Danny Bailey is in today for Jake Meyer. Danny Bailey does Fridays. We need like a big, like the biggest star for a Friday show, Football Friday. That's where we have Danny Bailey here. We're like, Jake, you know, you're more like a Tuesday dude. Danny Bailey's going to handle Fridays for us. So, Danny Bailey, how are you, buddy? I am great. Good to be in with you as always. And uh, looking forward to another fun weekend. Broncos, big game this weekend for sure. Um. I think big's like an understatement. You kind of, I told you, I think that this is the biggest Broncos game in, you know, half a decade in five years. And you kind of looked at me like, chill, take a chill pill, bro. <laughs> hey, I mean, like, I, yeah, yeah, you're, um, you're smoking your own product right now, okay? You're, you're tripping right now. Do you think I'm, that's a little bit too much hyperbole? It's a huge game. I don't know. If it's that big as you're making it out okay. to be, but at the same time, with the way everyone's talked about the three and O start, it definitely will get some more people on board who are still doubters. A four and O star, I think, would be you're underestimating. I think. Um, see you a few years ago. Uh, hashtag RTD, return to dominance. Remember that one? Return to dominance. Yeah. Return to dominance. Um, the Broncos with a win here. It'll be a return to prominence a return I to like mattering a return to respectability a return to um relevance totally just yeah. in every way shape and form because a win will also mean 4-0 against the spread they become these betting darlings all of a sudden all they do is cover teddy covers right yep. and um so i just think like big pitcher nationally the Stephen A's, you know, they're, they're talking about these Broncos mattering. Uh, the improbable Teddy Bridgewater story. The uh, uh, letting people know, know a little bit more about Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant and Gordon and Javante. Um, Von Miller, Defensive Player of the Month, bro. Huge honor. That's like a gigantic award, and that's the tone setter, bro, and the foundation being laid down for Von Miller as a defensive player of the year candidate, which we said he was needed to be and had a chance to be before the start of the season. How does, you know, how do we come back to respectability? Well, we, one of our big, big key factors, we did it. We had a list of them. We did a whole show, you and I, of like, what has to go right? What are the things that have to go right? And both of us, very high atop the list, had Von Miller returning to being the Von Miller of old. No coincidence that, again, I said five years ago, it's the biggest Broncos, that's the biggest, you know, when Strip Sack, Cam Newton, you know, again, the next season mm-hmm. they go nine and seven. But at that moment was like the peak. Now it's Von Miller five years later as one of the reasons his Denver Broncos are back to being 3-0. and There's not a lot of stories like that. Guys are usually washed past their prime, have moved on, traded, you know, cut, uh, all that kind of stuff. So for it to be Vaughn here, too, still doing this in, like, what we're thinking is uh, Renaissance, Twilight Prime uh, on the 13th hole of the, you know, of, of his career, not the 15th or 16th hole type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big deal. And Vaughn will be back in the spotlight uh, like he was in 2015. All the commercials. Vaughn was like the king of the football universe. You know, Vaughn's going to the MTV Music Awards. Vaughn's the host of Nickelodeon Awards. All that. 
you know? Yeah. And that's Old gone Spice away. Commercials, oh, dude. Geek that, Squad commercials. It's that stuff has kind of gone away a little bit as the Broncos have faded away. So the Broncos returning to I think relevance, like you said, is kind of the key word there. Um, beat the Ravens, 4-0, a quarter, you know, 20% through the season. Everybody's talking about you. The betters love you. It's a big deal. This one, this game, is a very big deal. Did I at all? Because when we started the podcast and I told you, when we were like, okay, so you're putting stuff together. Well, what are we going to do in the podcast? We're always going to talk about it, you know? Uh, I'm like, well, let's talk about uh, this and this. Then I want to talk about this being the biggest Broncos game in five years. And you're like, oh, uh, Danny, I don't want to be embarrassed today. You're like, bro, <laughs> what, what are you saying? Don't be. St-. So did I at all in this last 10 minutes here slightly change your feelings at all and raise the bar for you to where you're like, yeah, yeah, Danny, it is the biggest game at all. There's none of that? A little bit? No, a little bit. A okay. little bit. And it, yes. so you got me thinking about yes. everything you said about Vaughn Miller, right? Because he is the face of this franchise. He's still so a with, huge star in the league. Big time. And if he's if he's a talked about and productive pass rusher uh, in that defensive player of the year conversation against a guy like Lamar, that's a big difference from some rookie quarterbacks and Daniel Jones. And then also it is. the way this Raiders team, they've they've got a good win or two. You know? A good win. Well, again, okay. They've got a good that. win. I, I like no listen. And I their like, loss is tough too. Let's I like where you're going here. Yes. So they opened the season with a tough loss. It was uh nineteen to to who? The uh, Texans. Uh, who do they lose to? The wasn't it the Chiefs? No, they beat. That the, was the Ravens beat the Chiefs. That's right. And that, that was their win. Yeah. And then they just survived with that Tucker the sixty-six yarder against um, the Lions, which isn't a great win, but you got to win the games in front. I of think you. all and wins. it was in it was in Detroit, so that's tough. I mean, I think all wins. They lost to the Raiders in the NFL, and that was a wins. that was an OT game, and the yeah. Raiders have proven to be significantly okay, better okay. than people Damn, thought. Do you know what? It's okay. You, so it's a good, a good. I like this. Let's talk loss, about this. A good win and that then I, an okay. Win. It's this their, their body of work. You know their early season resume, like uh, like anything, like a beautiful girl walking down the street. It's just the eyes and the beauty of the beholder. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I might be like, oh, she's ugly, and Danny would be like, no, look deeper, look deep. Listen. Yeah, she's just a little chunky here. Yeah, do you know, she's got all the baggage and the kids and all that. Yeah, you know, uh, but deep down in her soul's beautiful. And I'm like, what? No. Um, do you do you think that they're the uh, the chance the Ravens are very elite, or do you think there's a chance that barely survived the Lions, lost to the Raiders? And the Chiefs win is a good win, but look at what the Chiefs kind of really are right now. And that game, the rivalry that those two teams kind of have between each other, where Lamar's well, 0-5 or 0-6 he was lifetime against Mahomes or the mm-hmm. Chiefs, that one was like meant more than just a regular season game. For sure. So they got up a little more and they you know, for that game than the Chiefs who Every team that they play is like play. It's like playing. Uh, it's like you know. It's like their Super Bowl. They still. The Chiefs still have that. So 
is there a chance that the Ravens are underrated or overrated? What are they more closer to, being overrated or underrated, the Ravens? Uh, they're probably closer to being overrated. Why? Because Lamar is has been an MVP, and he, okay. if he's not playing at that caliber this year, it's probably because of issues on his offensive line and issues with drops. They've had some of the similar problems the Broncos have had where you're close to scoring and then you drop the ball Damn. quite literally. Yeah. So they've had a lot of drops from Marquise Brown. The Broncos have had some well. turnovers in the red zone. But the issue is... Because of that win over the Chiefs and because they have the best kicker alive, they are a little bit overrated. People, people still think Lamar is going to get it done because he's such a weapon. But if his other weapons around him aren't yeah. giving him as much, then they're not really that good. They are good. You kind of elaborated on something I've been saying all week, but you kind of gave it words. I said that I don't think the Ravens are as good as the last few years along their come up. For sure. And you just kind of said it. I mean, he was the MVP of the whole league. Mm -hmm. You know, so if he's not playing at that MVP kind of level, then you know that they're not going to be as good as their uh, run through the playoffs a couple of years ago, which, what was it? I mean, like a one playoff win, actually, yeah. maybe. So a lot to prove still. Uh, we know how dangerous he is. There's a chance the entire body of work – Lamar Jackson himself and the body of work at the Ravens have done is like overrated, fool's gold, flashy in the pan. It doesn't feel sustainable. It feels like everybody is holding their breath every time he tucks the ball and goes and runs. And I think that the Ravens have just been willing to do something that no other team in the history of the NFL has been willing to do and let a running quarterback just freaking loose. Yeah. Just like let like truly Go. You're loose. Do what you got to freaking do to make plays. And it's almost like, again, I coached my son's eight-year-old Catholic school flag football league, you know, team. We're mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's like sometimes just like we have three boys that are just great and then like five other boys. And then every team like has one or two boys that are just real good and the rest of the team just like aren't as good. So it's like funny seeing like our like one of our boys just like go run through kids like he's Barry Sanders. Yeah. And it's like that. Okay, like Lamar Jackson is like that. So we'll talk about, uh, we'll take a halftime here in a second. We'll talk about what it's going to take to stop him, slow him down. I want to talk about if they win this game, it'll look like this. If they lose this game, here's probably what's going to happen. And then we'll predict it, okay? Mm-hmm. Are we good with that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, partners, we have them. Um, we don't do the podcast without our great partners at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has an awesome an awesome offer for you guys that they're not asking you guys to go deposit a hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, a thousand bucks. I think you could deposit a minimum deposit is ten dollars, and all they're asking you guys at DraftKings is to bet one dollar on any NFL game this week, and it, if you win or lose, win or lose, okay, they're going to give you a hundred dollars in free bets. Um. This is a can't beat it. This is like a got to take advantage of. Um, this is one of these promos that's not going to be there. This might, it's changed every week. Um, it's not going to get better than this. Take advantage of this awesome promo. Uh, same game parlays. 
I love them. I'm building parlays all, you know, like I'm baseball parlays. I'm building um, football parlays. Uh, my Thursday night football, I got to show you Danny Bailey, a little parlay I hit last night. I, I love these same game parlays. No one really does these. DraftKings does them. They're awesome. So, you know, safe, secure, reliable. Um, you can deposit your money, withdraw your money at your convenience. It's your money. Uh, no strings, zero strings. Uh, they, it's easy. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, navigate it, go see how awesome it is. Use our promo code MHS. That's very important. Use this promo code MHS so they know that we sent you. Bet $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets uh, f- this week. Okay? At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, anything within uh, gambling-wise within this Broncos game that you like? Um, point and a half to cover. Yeah, I was glad that it moved to the Broncos' favor with the Broncos with a plus number because yeah. when they opened as favorites, I was pretty sure I was talking with Anilo about it that a lot of public money was going to come in on Baltimore, and it did. And now the line has swung in the Broncos' favor. Um, I've I'm really not sure, honestly. The injuries are making me hesitant on a lot of this, especially well, on the on o which line. Side? The Broncos? The, on the O-line. Bro, they got a lot of injuries, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, the injuries on the O-line, I'm not sure if Teddy's going to have to be running for his life a little bit more with mm-hmm. Reisner and Glasgow. I'm not, I'm not sure if they're going to go, if it's going to be Miners and Muti. They'll, they'll hold up their end as best they can, but we'll see. Yeah, like you said, there's injuries on both sides. The Ravens have been one of the teams that have been plagued from the start. Yeah. I love the Broncos just as... An underdog, underdog. And I would take them with this that building, plus one this easily. Team, yeah, you know, home, this history, home dog. Love like the value. If you're gonna be like guys who, it's like you'll hear all these betting guys, number crunchers. There, it's like pure betting off the numbers, the yeah. history, the again, like um, they don't. Even, some of these guys like they don't even watch the games. It's purely based off of kind of strategy, formulation, uh, calculations, and. Uh, uh, and betting philosophies, a lot of philosophy stuff, Irvin Joe stuff, isms, you know, kind of stuff. So, um, but taking a Bronco, a team like the Broncos, three and getting a point in their building. Yeah, I mean, like all signs point to taking the Broncos and them trying to walk off with the McManus field goal, um, something like that. So, yeah, I like Lamar to throw an interception. He uh-huh. he's at half point inter- point five interception. Uh-huh. What's that pay? Um, that is at minus 105. Okay. That's yeah, a nice one. Minus 105. I like that. So that's pretty into even. A parlay. You know, throw that in a parlay. Um, but yeah, th- I'm I'm not sure. I wouldn't say he's going to hit his over, but that's not great. It's at 115. Teddy, yeah. Teddy's over for two Cortland Sutton's 61 thing, and a half passing yards over or under? Over. I say over. Yeah. He's going to need to carry the load this week for sure. Tim Patrick, 45 and a half yards. I mean, we all like Tim Patrick right now, but that might be a little, I don't know. Yeah. I think the number's a little inflated because everyone's a little hype on Tim Patrick. I love Tim Patrick. I really like him a lot. You Uh, could throw him in as a anytime touchdown scorer to a parlay, to a same gamer. Uh, Beefy, I bet, too. Noah Fant, uh, 39 and a half yards receiving. Um... He hasn't really hasn't really been doing a ton. He's a target in the red zone for Teddy. Should be, yeah. But he's not like a yard muncher. Mark yeah. uh, Mark Andrews, forty eight and a half yards. I kind of like that. Yeah, I like that. 
that's kind of three catches. He's for very him. reliable for Lamar. He's one of Lamar's favorite guys. Um, and as we've seen for years, the, the one thing that hasn't really changed with this Broncos team in the past couple of years is they can't cover tight ends. 69 and a half rushing yards for Lamar Jackson. I like an over, bro. Yeah. I feel like he should go for 100 every game. Yeah, probably. And that's, it worries me with this. That's what I was talking about with Vaughn. He's got to really be like setting the edge. Because yeah. if they lose contain on Lamar and they're cleared out with some deep routes with Hollywood Brown and these other guys, Sammy Watkins, like there's going to be a lot of green grass for Lamar to run down before somebody catches up to him. Albert so. O, anytime touchdown score plus 440. Sammy yeah, Watkins. they're going to be running a ton of ton of two tight end sets. Sammy Watkins, I think he's nicked and ding. Anytime touchdown score plus two eighty. Latavius plus two twenty. Uh, Noah Fant plus two twenty. Tim Patrick plus one eighty five. Javante plus one eighty five. Mark Andrews plus one sixty. I like that quite a bit actually. Uh, and Lamar Jackson plus one hundred five. Yeah, I'd say Lamar Jackson probably has a rushing touchdown in this game. Yeah. Of all those, I know it's the least profitable, but it's still plus money. Okay. Um, let's talk about a little bit of what's going to happen inside of this game. Then we'll pick the game and we'll call it a, a day. Uh, Broncos win the game if. If they contain Lamar what does Jackson. What look like, though? It means you can't let him get outside on you. It was. This is something I got so frustrated with watching the CU game last weekend. Yeah. They were playing Arizona State. Jaden Daniels was running all over them because the, the defensive line, the linebackers were just getting too deep in the backfield. Yeah. You can't get behind Lamar. He's going to run away from you. Um, so I think they got to they gotta stay in front of Lamar, hold the line, not let him get to the outsides. And then this secondary is going to do the rest. Because what they can cover these guys. What statistically does uh, containing Lamar look like to you? Three sacks. Okay. Three sacks. Three okay. sacks, and he doesn't get to that. What was his? What was? What were his yards at? Eighty something. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Yeah. That. Yeah. Get he it. probably will get to that still. Yeah. But he doesn't get to a hundred. He gets to maybe eighty instead of a hundred. That's what it, you got to contain him. You you can't stop What's him, but you can slow him look down. Like and the um, um, maybe one fifty. It's in a win, right? You're saying holding him too. Yes. Yeah. I'd say the recipe actually. This might sound weird. Would be more around two hundred passing yards for Lamar Jackson under the total. 50 or 60 yards on the ground. Okay. Never let him get off early in the game. That's the number one key to this game. Do not let him get loose early. Um, I said on the show today, every team you see play Lamar Jackson at the beginning of the game, they look like they're hunters, ready to swarm and go get him yeah. in their attack, in attack mode. Then as he starts to break one on you, then everyone is like on their heels, and they can't catch him. And yeah. they're skating, and he gets almost stronger. Panic mode, and he becomes you know almost unstoppable when he's got you know when he's filling himself. Yeah, he thrives in that chaos. No doubt about it. And then it's just like the best athlete on the field 
running away from lesser athletes at every position. Yeah, that, on the like defense. JJ's flag football. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, so um, uh, you know the, that's the key. I mean, like these some of the keys here. It's like generic. Uh, football keys to the games, but it just moreover for Lamar Jackson because uh, if he gets going early, that means we're gonna have to score in the 30s to keep up with them. Yeah, if they go get um, 17 in the first half, uh, 20 in the first half, we're you know a couple. Uh, uh, it's 10 to zero, uh, 10 to seven um, after one. Um, you know, 17, 14 going into half, then you know that's in the first half when you're feeling each other out. Mm-hmm. You make adjustments. The offense takes advantage. Usually comes out in the second half and then it is better. So then it's like the first team to 31 wins. Can the Broncos keep up? We know they can go get 31 or 35 yeah. very easily. Um, then at that point too, we're broken. Our defense will have been kind of broken by them. Uh, and we're so worried about Lamar Jackson running all over, all over us. Mark Jackson, one of the th- four or five best athletes on the field becomes a gigantic, huge target. You find him for a couple big chunks, and then you know you're reeling a little bit. Then they take a shot or two down the field. Sammy Watkins is still you know a, an incredible athlete. Um, that's the recipe for them. That's how they break you a little bit. But um, you know how do the Broncos uh, keep Teddy uh, Teddy Bridgewater needs to keep these Broncos on the field long sustained drives. Which they do, mm-hmm. okay. Which they do exactly. Yeah, keep Have Lamar Jackson runners. on the sideline, just sitting there, yep. getting tired, uh, getting you know, going running from hot and getting that feeling to being cooled down, um, and trying to uh, have to you know turn it back on again. And, you know, make them sit for a whole, you know, most of the second quarter kind of stuff. Um, we're not trying to go toe to toe and mano a mano with these guys. Let's try to uh, make them play into our first one to 24 points wins this game kind of style of play. Um, they weren't great last week. Um, they missed a couple. He missed a couple shots down the field that could have opened that game up against Lions, but they didn't hit those shots. I mean, they didn't connect. Uh, Hollywood uh, Brown, yeah, dropped two or three balls, one yeah. or two that would have been easy touchdowns. touchdowns. But again, it's like that's how you know that's how the game is played. Who's to say? Oh, you're just going to add two touchdowns onto the total score? No, no. that means the Lions would have came back and tried to do something different themselves. That game was coming down to the wire, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this game has the feeling to me of it's going to come down to the wire. Um, again, in the end, like the one thing that we're not maybe prepared for, and we're underestimating is that. The Ravens play big boy football every week, big games every week. They're competitive and uh, championship contenders uh, reputation-wise for the last three years. The Broncos are trying to break through right now, like literally shatter through the glass to break into that category where you matter and you're relevant um, in through the Ravens right now. But the Ravens are still like just experience-wise, big games factor-wise. Yeah. We'll see if the Broncos are – Truly, like I think, better than they were last year, but two steps better, not just one step better. And if the Ravens aren't quite as good as they were along Lamar's MVP come up, mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle is maybe right where these two teams are, and maybe these two teams are very, very equal. And that's what I kind of believe. But also, this is the Broncos Blitz podcast. This isn't the Ravens Blitz podcast. So the Ravens might think we're going to go in there and mash these Broncos, get right against these guys. They're overrated. They haven't beat anybody. They haven't played anybody kind of stuff. All that is true, but a win is a win is a win. I don't think the Raiders are all that. I think they're playing hot football right now. will fade by the end. The Lions are a poop team, and the Chiefs aren't a great team either. So, again, by name, power, 
Uh, of course, the Ravens have a better maybe body of work or a tougher challenge that they've had through three games. But the Broncos are the only team in the NFL to beat three teams by double digits, waxed their freaking asses. So it hasn't been close, really. You know, So the Broncos kind of dominated three games. So we got a good one on our hands this weekend. Predict this game right now. Let's get out of here. All right, yeah. It's uh, like you said, it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a dog fight and... I think the kickers are definitely going to play a role in this one. I'll I like take, that. You have two yeah. of the best kickers in the league. Why wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. I like so that. So I'll take the Broncos 24-23. It's, uh, it's hard for me to say it, That's but cool. I, I, think, mean, I, think that, I think it's looking something like that. Do you know what I think is that while everyone thinks um, that is for some reason feels like a low-scoring game, but I'm going to go – 26 24 mm-hmm. which is like two couple points different but getting to 26 kind of breaking through that barrier a little bit where the broncos they average 25 point something showing they can push to 30 27 26 27 30 points um i think would be what they will need to do in order to beat a team like this who's not going to be held down offensively for two weeks in a row like they played against the lions will hook up on some of those big plays yeah um 24 won't be enough to beat Lamar Jackson. 26 will. Broncos 26-24. Let's go. All right. I'm scary. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, I've been like, you know, you get those. Well, it is October You get now. butterflies. When you've got Peyton Manning's your quarterback, you go with uber confidence. Yeah. When, like, you're not sure how good you are yet, you get those butter butterflies a little bit. So um, that's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Where can you find the podcast at? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker. Podbean, wherever. Just look for Broncos Blitz. You'll find it. We are live from Mile High Sports Radio Studios at the Tech Center here, uh, Greenwood Village, uh, DTC here um, in Colorado. Not quite Denver, Colorado. Kind of Denver, Colorado. Did you just say Denver, Colorado? You would, right? We're in Denver, Colorado, yeah. Um, We do a radio show every single day from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., on Mile High Sports Radio, it's 98.1 FM here in Denver, but it's milehighsports.com. You could watch the show. Um, you could podcast, you know, stream the show, all kind of ways to get involved with the show. Danny Bailey's doing stuff all day long here, like literally all kinds of stuff from on-the-air stuff to behind-the-scenes stuff. He's the jack-of-all-trades, and he's got flowing locks. They're beautiful. Flowing locks. He's got the Thank one you. of the best hair in, in Denver radio, I think. After, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so thanks for being with us. Go Broncos. Um, like we said, it's important you subscribe to this podcast, like it, uh, review it, rate it, all that kind of stuff. Um, more and more people find this podcast every single day. So whether you're an everyday listener or a newbie, uh, thanks for rolling with us. Let's go Broncos. Go Broncos. I am a little bit, I'm not, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little bit stitious. Okay. So I'm going to try to turn these uh, butterflies into... To uh, confidence, and I respect the Ravens, but I think the Broncos are going to go in there and um, sh- show them the whole um, NFL world that they're kind of back. They're yeah. Back. All right. For Danny Bailey, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.